From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we're talking about why it's important to continuously invest in your marriage long after you said, I do to one another. There's a quote attributed to Brian Herbert that says, the capacity to learn is a gift. The ability to learn is a skill. The willingness to learn, that is a choice. Mm -hmm. When we talk about continuously investing in your marriage and what that looks like, we're going to be covering all of that. It is a gift, a skill, and a choice. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And the hug is actually an opportunity for us to celebrate you, to celebrate the one family and what you all are doing and how you're transforming your marriage. And this hug actually came from an email that we received that started off saying, I'm writing this to you on the second day after finding out my husband has had an affair. I've truly never felt pain like this before. I never knew that emotional pain could physically hurt. Today is slightly better than yesterday. However, one day at a time is all I can do right now. I just wanted to say thank you to the two of you because I strongly believe that if I hadn't found one extraordinary marriage about five months ago and hadn't been working on myself and my marriage, I would have already had my bags packed and left my husband. Mm. Instead, I am staying and fighting for my marriage. Divorce is off the table. There are many difficult days ahead for all of us. Please keep us in your prayers. Incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of pain in that. And, and some yeah, of you might be going, is. okay, how, what are we celebrating here, Lisa? And we're celebrating the fact that, that this wife, specifically this couple, actually started investing in their marriage. Mm-hmm. They started working on things. They started doing exactly what we're going to be talking about today because life comes. Things happen. Things happen. And, and it always comes down, guys, it always comes down to being intentional and taking action and fighting fighting for your marriage yeah you know in today's in today's show we're talking we've been talking a lot here tony and i have recently about time yeah right and what it looks like to invest time in yourself what it looks like to invest in in the relationship in the marriage and you know tony just came back from a men's conference yeah shout out to the men's emerge conference for awakened church another phenomenal incredible weekend that's right so good i love it when men go away and just take the time for themselves. And then Tony and I are getting ready in, gosh, it's like just over a month. Yeah. Just over a month. We're going to be yeah. at a marriage getaway. That's right. Whoop, whoop, for all the married couples, yes. um, spending time learning, but also just being as a couple. Yeah. Right. You know, it's not just all, you know, like sit and, you know, be like boring seminar. It's, it's actually like socialize and have fun and be with one another. And, you know, Tony is in the process of looking at mastermind groups and we've got like more books than, you know, I think our nightstands can conceivably hold on both nightstands. Right? That is true. And yes. so there's, there's all of this conversation happening in our world about like self-development, personal development. And it's a really, it's a really popular buzz phrase. And has been for many, many, many years. Right. And we know it's popular and we know that a lot of you are in alignment with this because 98% of you, when we did a recent poll, said... Uh, yeah, investing in personal development is something I believe in. Mm-hmm. 
which is probably why you're listening to the podcast. So thank you. Exactly. Thank you for being here. What got really interesting is when we started asking you, okay, well, what are those things that you're, that you invest in, mm-hmm. right? When it comes to, your, let's start with yourself, right? Cause it's so much easier um, to talk about what we're doing individually. Right. And so here's what you guys said that you invest in. And I want you to just start listening to this list because I think you're going to see the application to marriage, mm-hmm. learning new skills, right? You know, and people are telling us about learning new language, you know, picking up different hobbies, you know, just exploring. Mm-hmm. Learning new skills can be anything from, and I, and I think this is one where many of us individually will look out anything from adventure type skills mm-hmm. to, you know, hobby type skills, even career type skills. I mean, this can, this can run the gamut. And Elisa even said, like many of you even said, learning a new language because you're looking to travel somewhere. So for you to learn the language or at least have some ability to speak it, that's a plus. Absolutely. Um, a lot of you in the personal development space for yourselves talked about education, mm-hmm. right? Going back to school, going to school, um, like Tony just mentioned, career development, you know, continuing ed classes. Like you don't think anything of it. You're like, if I need the education to get myself further ahead, I'm just going to do it. Certifications, whatever that may be. Yep. You get into, you know, podcasts and reading, um, taking classes. Uh, many of you shared that, you know, part of your personal development journey has been either therapy or coaching. Mm-hmm. Right, working on this stuff that you know is like I told a couple yesterday in coaching about being emotionally constipated, and they both looked at me, and I'm like, no, it's actually a real thing. Like, you know, you can find that you're having difficulty showing up in the world because you've got all these emotions that are like literally trapped inside of you, mm-hmm. little constipation there. And so when you start to identify that, and you're working on yourself, and you're going to therapy, or getting coaching, you're like, oh. This is actually the way I'm supposed to feel and the way I'm supposed to live. Um, you know, many of you shared about journaling or reading your Bible. And, and there was, I think the overriding tone that I picked from all of these different things is that one, very much this awareness that in personal development, there are skills to be learned, mm-hmm. right? That, the, you know, whether you call it new skills, education, learning something, you recognize that you're at, you know, let's say point A, And in order to get to Z, there's going to be a bunch of things that you have to learn in the middle to get there. Yeah. You just can't short circuit or shortcut A to Z, right? So so you've got this education. And then there's also this concept of investing both money and time to make that happen. And, And so I started going, okay, well, what does this look like in marriage? What does this look like in our own marriage? Yeah. You know, because in the early years, um, we thought nothing of personal development. Like if we, you know, if Tony wanted to, you know, go take a course or if I was taking a course or certification or, you know, it was very much like, well, here's what I'm going to do. Right. Yeah. We would be very much in those silos of ourself. We were Mm -hmm. still, we were still trying to figure out the we early on in our marriage. There was very, very much the, the me silos Mm -hmm. that we were living in, even though we were a we. Yeah. Yeah. Loosely a we. (laughs) But, you know, it's interesting because even in preparation for the show, we're like, okay, when did we go to our first marriage conference, marriage retreat, getaway, whatever, whatever you want to call it, marriage enrichment, mm-hmm. let's just put it. And it was, we figured it out. It wasn't until about eight years, eight, nine, ten, ten, ten years. Holy cow. After our, for, after we got married. Yeah. Ten years after we got married, you guys. That we were actually like realizing that. We can invest in ourselves personally and individually, and yet we weren't investing in each other 
together, doing things that would allow us to to grow closer together. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just interesting to look back now to go, wow, over the last 14 years, almost 15 years of our marriage, the switch that happened once we were willing to begin investing in us together mm-hmm. going, wow. Because like Elisa said, the first 10 years, there wasn't much that we did. And so for all of you who do jump in and listen to the podcast, who go and, hey, you pick up a book. Maybe you, you've picked up the Position Post magazine. I mean, kudos to you. To those of you who are in Intimacy U, that's our 12-month group coaching program. I mean, just kudos to you guys to step in to go, you know what? Our marriage, our lives are worth it. Well, yeah, because I, like I look back at those first 10 years and realize, you know what? We just tried to power through so much stuff on our own. Mm-hmm. We were just like, we're just holding on for dear life. We have no clue as to what we're doing. And we didn't, I, I think to some extent, we didn't even know what we didn't know in terms of going out and doing something for our marriage. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that there are these myths, lies, um, half-truths, I don't know what you want to call them, statements that are not serving marriage, I think is really what it boils down to because it it always starts off with the beginning that says, if we truly loved each other, right? If we truly loved each other, then this stuff, whatever it is, well, it wouldn't be a problem, right? If you loved me enough, this wouldn't be a problem. Mm -hmm. Or if we truly loved each other, we could just figure out how to, like we're smart people. We can figure out how to do this on our own. Never mind that we never saw it modeled or never mind that we don't even know what the problem is. We'll just, we'll figure it out somehow. We'll power through. We'll power through. Or, you know, if we truly loved each other, then we should be able to deal with, with past relationships, past hurts, past baggage, and, and not have to go out and get help. Right? We're, we're, again, smart, intelligent people. We've made it to adulthood. We should be able to just, again, power through and, and just oftentimes just stuff those hurts in a cute little suitcase that we just keep adding to the baggage mm-hmm. on the back. If we truly loved each other, we would always understand one another. There wouldn't be confusion in our marriage. We wouldn't have to like wonder what the other person was thinking. Because if you really loved me, you would just know what's going on in my head. I don't know why you're so confused, right? Tony's even just blinking at me now going, oh my gosh. I, like Blank I think- stare because I'm always confused. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten better over the it's last 15 years. It's gotten better over the years, but we, we definitely make sure to, to understand one another and and share and get those those things that are in our heads, both of our heads out. So that way we're not trying to guess what's happening with one another. And my personal favorite when it comes to, you know, those marriage statements that aren't serving anyone is, you know, if we truly loved each other, it would be super easy to make our marriage a priority. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I just want to say right here before we go any further in the show, no one is doubting that the two of you don't love one another. No one is saying, ah, oh, well this like Stop, right? Stop getting to this place of of casting doubt about the love that the two of you have for one another. What needs to be addressed is that in order for something to become extraordinary, like extraordinary doesn't just happen. Extraordinary is not a magic wand. It's not a magic pill. It's not the easy button. Extraordinary comes when you continuously invest in something. Mm -hmm. The marriage relationship 
Let me be real clear. The marriage relationship isn't a relationship where you get to sit back and relax or that you get to coast your way to success. Like, you know, you did all the work getting to the wedding and then you said your I do and now you're just going to do nothing for the next 50 years. You did all the work on the front end. The front end is just the beginning, right? Everything that gets you to, it's what comes after because you're a continuously changing person and so is your spouse, Mm-hmm. They didn't stop changing or growing on your wedding day. Can, can I just share real quick? Yeah. Because when you said extraordinary there, for for some reason, I, we've never defined it ever. Oh. And, and so when How you- How is that possible? I don't, I don't know. I know. It's, it's sort of crazy, huh? But when you said it, for some reason, it, it just tripped in me. I'm like, what what does that word really mean? Because many of the times we'll just say- it's not ordinary, right? It's the extra right. that you put in to become more than ordinary, which is what you know most people would say. But the definition is definition is very unusual or remarkable. And mm. to be an extraordinary marriage, we have to be unusual. We can't be like everybody else. Wow. We have to be remarkable in ways that not everybody else is doing it. And believe you me, you are going to stand out as you continuously invest in each other, in your marriage, to be unusual. You are going to be the light Mm. on the light stand. You're going to be the pillar that people look to, even when you're going through some of the toughest times around. Mm -hmm. Because it's the way you have grace for one another. It's the way that you speak to one another that is absolutely remarkable to others who can't even understand it. The hug alone is a remarkable testament to an extraordinary marriage. Mm -hmm. Because the world would say, it's done. The world would let you know that he messed up, you messed up, it's over. And yet, they're willing to invest. Mm. And put in what it takes to have a very unusual marriage. Is there going to be pain and hurts and turmoil and a journey that that couple's going to have to go through? By all means, yes, they will. That is life. Mm-hmm. But on the other end, there's something very unusual. And what comes out of the test is your testimony. So, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to invest in now? So when those turbulent times come, you're ready for them. Okay, Tony does not usually pull out a definition. That is like such my thing. But I seriously, I'm sitting here like in awe of him pulling that out for the show. Um, because that concept of being unusual, remarkable. Very unusual. Very unusual. Sorry, I left off the very. But, well, but I think it just... No, it, it's important. It, it, like it's, I'm apologizing. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm just saying, but it... Words matter, you guys. And we talk about this all the time and how you speak to one another matters. And and I catch myself even at times with my own words and, and I'm just and I'm just thinking through that and I'm going, do do we as Elise and I, do we have that marriage that's very unusual? I don't know why that struck me as so funny when you said that because <laughs> there, there are definitely, well, we live with two people that would consider. Yes. They, they <laughs> like do our think. children will tell us that we're very unusual. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, we actually probably do. And, and many and, of our friends would say that as well. Absolutely. And yeah, in fact, we were, we were at a game last night, just as a side note where somebody was, one of the other high school parents was like, oh yeah, you guys are the ones that always talk about sex. And I'm like, but 
but here's the thing that is a remarkable mm-hmm. awareness yep. and it's an unusual thing, mm-hmm. right? And that's where we're going. And we need to talk about how you can become extraordinary, how, what it looks like when you're continuously investing in your marriage. And let's do that after this break. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We're back. And we're talking about how you can continuously invest in your marriage and what that looks like. And, you know, Tony already pulled one definition into the show, which I didn't know was going to happen because I had one here uh, all ready to go. And this is actually, you know, we need to define what that word invest means. Okay. Because if we're talking about continuously investing, like what, you know, I mean, we can think of investments, right? You know, like you give money to your financial advisor and you're like, you know, invest this in a stock or a mutual fund. We talk about investing time. But what does it mean? Like, like if we break down this word invest and to invest means to devote one's time, effort, or money. It's mm-hmm. a three prong approach, right? It's not just one thing to a particular undertaking with an expectation, very clear there, mm-hmm. expectation of a worthwhile result. So you've got time, effort, or energy. You can, you pretty much use those words interchangeably money to a particular undertaking. And in this case, we're talking about your marriage. Mm-hmm. Your marriage, when you talk about continuously investing in your marriage, your marriage is the undertaking. Mm-hmm. This relationship that you have with your spouse with the expectation. You, you are expecting a worthwhile result. And this, that worthwhile result, that's extraordinary intimacy in all six pillars. That's right. Right? You, you, nobody gets married and says, you know what, I hope we just have um, like great conversations for the next 50 years. Like that doesn't happen. People get married and they have an expectation of what the 50 years is going to look like in all areas. We're going to have this kind of family and we're going to live here and we're going to vacation here and we're going to do this with the in-laws. Like, like it's the whole picture in, you know, 64 colors, right? The whole big box of Crayola, right? That's what we see, that expectation. But the way to get there, we got to look at the time, effort, and money that we're putting into this relationship. Mm-hmm. Because if, if you're saying, you know what, I'm going to withhold some of that stuff, if I'm not going to put time in my marriage, if I'm not going to put effort into my marriage, if I'm not going to put money into my marriage, can I, do I have the right to actually expect a worthwhile result? Because maybe I'm not investing what I need to be investing to get that worthwhile result. Maybe I'm just hoping and, and praying and just saying, well, you know what? It doesn't really matter. Mm. Yeah, it does matter, you guys. It straight up matters. It's why you will hear us almost every week talk about being intentional and taking action. That's right. Being intentional and taking action kind of sounds like time, effort, and money. Investing. 
mm-hmm. in your marriage. And it's being proactive and looking at all six pillars of intimacy. Because again, they don't operate as silos. Tony used that term early in the show talking. Tony and I lived in the silo world the first 10 years. Yep. And your six pillars of intimacy, I, I just want to remind you what those are. That's your emotional intimacy, your physical intimacy, your financial intimacy, your spiritual intimacy, recreational intimacy, and your sexual intimacy. Those six pillars are the foundation to your marriage. Mm-hmm. Each one of those, when you put time into them, there's effort placed into them. You're investing your resources, your money into them. They begin to strengthen and the cool part of them is that they intertwine. Mm-hmm. When you begin to invest in one another and say in your emotional intimacy, say you just start with a basic walk and talk that lasts 10 minutes, that can then overflow into other areas. Mm-hmm. Other pillars begin to get strengthened, right? Because now you have the an ability to just have some time once a week, 10 minutes, 15 minutes when you never had that before. And I want to say one thing, you know, as we're talking about, you know, what this looks like to continuously invest, you don't just invest in what comes easier naturally to you, right? You don't just invest Mm -hmm. in the things that you're like, yeah, that's cool. I can just check that off, right? The investment, the time, effort, and money is often best applied to those things that you're going to have to stretch for. Mm-hmm. to those skills that you don't have, right? right? To, to those areas of your marriage, like a marriage getaway, right? Or, you know, participating in a challenge because you know what, that's going to be a stretch because we're going to have to look at our calendars for a week and, and go, okay, when are we going to, you know, participate in this challenge together? We're going to have to have conversations that might be a little uncomfortable because maybe the challenge is kind of, you know, pushing some buttons in a good way, mm-hmm. right? We're going to have to say, you know what, do we have to get babysitters? Do we, or like, what are we doing? Right? We're, the, I... The idea that marriage is supposed to be easy (laughs) kind of makes me laugh in a really big way because there's so much evidence to the contrary. You, as you become extraordinary, as you become that very unusual and remarkable couple, as you start to go, you know, how are we investing? Well, we're going to invest in books and programs and challenges and podcasts and, and coaching and therapy and, and doing all of those things. And yes, date nights too. Right. You know, like, like, let's bring that on. You get into this place where you're like, hold on. What, what am I creating? Mm-hmm. What is that worthwhile? Result? What is that vision that the two of you have? Because right now I got to tell you, you got to be clear on what that vision is. What is that worthwhile result that you're expecting? Mm-hmm. What does that conversation look like this week for the two of you to say, hold on. If we're going to continuously invest in this thing, well, what are we expecting? What is the dream? Tony, I've been having a lot of conversations about this lately, probably because we have one about ready to graduate from high school. Changes your whole world. Yep. Um, those of you that have already graduated all yours and empty nesters, we're, we're excited to join that club. It's just a very weird space. Um, well, but we're not there yet. We still have a younger one who has three more years. Only so. three. It goes in a heartbeat. Like it that'll does. be tomorrow and she'll be graduating. That's true. But you know, what are those dreams? And then how are we going to invest mm-hmm. time, effort, and money to make that happen? Marriage is not a sit back and relax relationship. Marriage is not a place where you're just like, yeah, well, you know what? I hope it's going to work out. 
I hope I have the skills to do this. I, I hope we can get through the next 50 years. Marriage is a relationship, you guys. Like, let's get excited mm-hmm. about doing marriage. Let's learn what we don't know. Let's say, you know what? I don't have the skills when it comes to communication or being financially intimate. I don't know how to stand up paddleboard, but you know what? If that's something my spouse wants to do, I'll figure out, like, I'll take a class. Let's get into that place where we are like literally forward-leaning, front-footed people who say, I'm going after this because I want to be extraordinary. I want to be unusual, very unusual. I want to be remarkable. And I want people to look at our marriage and go, what are they doing? Mm -hmm. What is their secret? Yeah. You know, last week was an interesting episode. We go from erection killers to talking about continuously investing in your marriage. And both of those, and, and, and hey, what comes up the following week, who knows just yet. But I will tell you, when you're on this journey of marriage and you're willing to invest, you're investing in all pillars of intimacy. So look at them. Look at them. What do you guys need to do? Where do you need to invest? Where do you need to just sit down maybe and just discuss this with one another? Or maybe for yourself, you just need to sit there and just dream a little bit again. And then bring it up to your spouse and share and begin that journey again of what does it look like to have the extraordinary marriage we desire. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week. We're truly blessed that you join us each and every week um, to just get a dose a dose of extraordinary marriage right up into you. You know, you guys enjoy it. Go out there, invest in yourselves, invest in your marriage because we are a testament of doing that over the last 14 years. And we know it could be the same thing for your marriage. You guys have yourselves a great one. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.